Welcome to God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained, where you get insight surrounding God, the Bible, and spiritual things that you may or may not have heard before. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, God's Child. Today's prayer punch is don't agree with every prayer. Do you sometimes pray with others or do you have others that pray for you so that you hear it? Do you really pay attention to what they say in prayer? Do you say amen to or agree with their prayers without knowing or understanding all they said? If not, you need to because you could be agreeing with something that could oppose God's word, void something good that's been prayed about, and even be meant for evil towards you or others. How do I know from God's word and hearing some so not from God stuff come out of some people's mouths and prayers? And sometimes it's not so obvious unless you're really paying attention. Know God's truth for yourself and use your God-given discernment. And while some things can be said out of ignorance in which some may not truly know what they've said is wrong, child, there are those who know full well what they're saying, whether they believe it to be true or not, which doesn't matter because they have an evil purpose for saying it either way. So when you're praying with others or someone is praying for you, Pay attention to what they're saying because you don't want to agree with something that goes against God or that is meant for evil against you or someone else. Remember that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And perhaps you've been agreeing with others in prayer who've been speaking words of death directly opposing God's truth and your life. For Jesus said in Matthew 18 verse 19, again, I say to you, that if two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who's in heaven. But Satan, the ultimate copycat, counterfeits everything, God. And even in this, when he can get you to agree on something not a God, so will it be done. Not by God, but by Satan, that old enemy of God. Child, it don't have to be a witch identifiable Satan is a boogeyman. It could be anyone from the Pope to the cute little old church mother who's been in the church for 50 plus years or your bestest friend in the whole wide world who's been as close to you as a sauce on spaghetti. You better know God's word, listen and use your discernment because Satan will utilize anybody he can to deceive us. Just let me show you in the word and tell you what I've witnessed coming from folks in prayer my own self. So when you praying with others or someone else is praying with you, pay attention to what they're saying, especially those who you're familiar with because Satan will use anybody to deceive us, especially those who we are familiar with. It don't matter how long you've known them. It don't matter how you connected to them. It could be, it could be like your own family, okay? But if it opposes God 
or void something that you already prayed about or it's meant for evil towards you or someone else, then you do not want to agree with that no matter who they are. Now, it even happened to Jesus where he had those who were supposedly supposed to be close to him or that he was familiar with to say things against what he was saying or what his father God had already said. So again, you got to pay attention and Jesus was quick (laughs) to catch these things because being that he was God in the flesh, okay, he knew the word, he was the word, all right? So if it happened to Jesus, what makes you think it won't happen to us? A perfect example of this is in Matthew chapter 1 verses 21 through 23. And this is with Jesus now. And it reads, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You a stumbling block to me. You don't have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. So you see right here, Jesus had said what was going to happen to him. But then you got Peter, who was one of the original disciples and the apostles who rebuked Jesus and what Jesus said. Jesus, who was the word wrapped in flesh, who spoke truth, was the truth from the truth. You're going to rebuke him and tell him that what he said ain't going to happen. But do you notice Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. He didn't say get behind me, Peter. So you see right there, Jesus was pointing out how Satan can use anybody, including those who are familiar with us, to deceive us. And Peter was speaking that which was from Satan, not from God, because he was directly opposing the plan of God, which Jesus was telling them was going to happen. So Jesus allows us to see that we got to pay attention to what's being said. Even from those who are familiar with us, who are supposed to be close to us, don't matter how long you've known them or how you connected to them. Peter was one of his original disciples who became one of the apostles, the 12 that we know about. But Jesus himself rebuked him when he said what he said, but he said, get behind me, Satan, not Peter, because he recognized where it was coming from. Anything opposing God is coming from Satan, child. So when you praying with others, you better pay attention to what they're saying, because what they are saying could be opposing God. And again, you don't want to agree with that, because just like it says in the word, as we mentioned, if two or three or more are gathered together and they agree on any one thing it shall be done to them by the father but we said that satan himself counterfeits all things god okay he he's a big copycat so if we agree with what satan has said then we'll have that not by god doing it but by satan doing it 
And also look where Jesus said when he talked to Peter, he said, you don't have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. So there's telling you that he was not thinking about God when he said what he said. Because it wasn't a concern based on God, because God had already said, well, his plan was, was for Jesus to give his life for us all so that we may not have to sacrifice animals anymore, but we'll have a way to God for salvation through Jesus Christ by Jesus being killed and being raised again so that we can have that everlasting life. So when Peter said, oh, Oh, it ain't going to happen. That was opposing the concerns of God and merely focusing, like Jesus said, on human concerns. So again, it is so important for you to pay attention to what others are saying in prayer. Because remember, prayer is your request to God for something to be done. So you don't want to agree with something that opposes what God has said again or voids what you prayed about that thing which is good or that is meant for evil towards you or someone else so child pay attention to what others are praying and do not at all agree with anything that again those things like I said oppose God Go against something you prayed about, which is good, or it's meant for evil towards you or someone else. Or we have Satan, as we see when he spoke through Peter and Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. You may have the results that Satan wants to come about because Satan counterfeits what God does. So if we agree with what Satan says, then Satan will see to it that that thing comes about. It won't be God doing it now, but Satan himself. So child, you got to pay attention to even those who you are familiar with in prayer. Don't say amen (laughs) to everything that's said in prayer, child. those we're not familiar with or those we're not familiar with are praying for us we also got to pay attention to what they're saying in prayer as well a good example of things being said that directly oppose God okay from someone that we ain't familiar with would be in Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 through 7 and even though it's a serpent I say it's one you're not familiar with okay (laughs) so uh, it reads now the serpent was more cunning than any animal of the field which the Lord God had made and he said to the woman has God really said you shall not eat from any tree of the garden the woman said to the serpent from the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden God said you shall not eat from it or touch it or you'll die the serpent said to the woman you certainly won't die for God knows that on the day you eat from it your eyes will be open and you'll become like God knowing good and evil when the woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise she took some of its fruit and ate and she also gave some to her husband with her and he ate 
Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves waist coverings. Now, again, Satan alters God's truth to oppose him. And herein we see that he did that very thing with Eve. For he came to her and said, Has God really said you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? Boldface lie. And the woman corrected him and said, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God said, You shall not eat from it or touch it or you'll die. You see that? How he altered the truth. And he said, from any tree of the garden, which meant all the trees, that ain't what God said. She just said it was that one. If you eat from it or touch it, you gonna die. (laughs) Okay? Again, you gotta pay attention to things that are said. And especially in prayer, because we're making our request to God. Pay attention to what, what people are saying because they can slip something in there that directly opposes God. Now, it goes on to say, the serpent said to the woman, you certainly won't die. Another bold-faced lie. She just said, God said, if you eat from that tree or you touch it, you're going to die. And here goes Satan altering what God said. You certainly won't die. For God knows that on the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you'll become like God, knowing good and evil. See how you attach something good there? Made it seem all good. After he done bold-faced lied on God and said, you certainly won't die. And that's exactly what God said. And God ain't no man that he should lie, no the son of man that he should repent. If he said he'd do it. So if he said they were going to die if they eat from it or touch it, that's what was going to happen. But Satan slipped on in and altered and said, you ain't going to die, but this good thing going to happen right here. To entice, to tempt her to oppose God. Now, remember, it can be said but you don't have to agree with it as long as you don't agree with it as long as you don't accept it then it ain't gonna come to pass but satan needs you to agree with him to agree with what he's saying that opposes god or to do that thing which opposes god in order to get that go ahead to make it happen So when we agree with Satan, we get Satan's results, which is why you better pay attention to what's being said in prayer so you don't agree with something that directly opposes God. But listen, as it goes on, it says, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that is after Satan had told her what was going to happen, that their eyes was going to be open, they'll become like God knowing good and evil she saw it was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise she took some of its fruit and ate and herein is where she agreed with satan because where god said don't do this thing she saw that it was good and she did it that's where she agreed with Satan and directly opposed God. Child, and like I said, when you agree with Satan, you get Satan's results. And not only her, but she gave to Adam, her husband, to eat. And he did eat, which meant that he also opposed God and agreed with Satan. And then what happened? Then both their eyes were open and they knew that they were naked. 
and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves waist coverings. Child, they was naked before they ate, and they was naked after. But the difference is before, when they didn't oppose God, when they didn't agree with Satan, their nakedness was not a shame to them. It didn't seem evil. Remember, Satan said, you become like God and know good and evil. God did not mean for them to know evil. He wanted them to know good, and that's what they knew before they directly opposed God and agreed with Satan. They only knew the good. So they was naked before, but it wasn't an evil thing to them. But once they ate from that tree, they began to see the evil and they saw their nakedness as a shame, which is why they went to cover themselves up because it became shameful to them before they was naked. But it was not a shame to them. It was good. Everything was good, which is what God wanted for them and what God wants for us. But Satan don't want that. Satan don't want good for us. Satan himself, who is evil, wants evil for us. So when we agree with Satan on those things which directly oppose God, then we're going to get those evil results, Satan's results, the things which God doesn't want us to have, which again is why it's important for us to pay attention to what is being said in prayer that we don't agree with something that directly opposes God because Satan will use anybody he can or anything as we see here like a, like he used a serpent to deceive us, to get us to oppose God by agreeing with him and herein when Eve decided to eat from that tree she agreed with Satan and opposed God and then she got Adam to do the same thing but remember also that something can be said that is meant for evil not only towards us but for others and when Satan was trying to get Eve to agree with him who also got Adam to agree he meant it for evil, not only for Eve and Adam, but for all of us. That thing was mad. That, that thing was coming after all of us, and he knew he could get to all of us through Eve and through Adam. So he meant it for evil again, not only for Eve, but you see how it affected Adam, because she got him to agree by eating what they weren't supposed to and then it affected all of us coming after them mm-hmm. say so he knew exactly what he was doing and it affected all of us coming after them because all of us coming after Adam and Eve were born into sin by default because of what they did that's what Satan was looking at so he wasn't just trying to get at Eve which also got it at him. He was looking at getting at all of us. So because of what they did by agreeing with Satan and directly opposing God, now all of us are born into sin by default. So remember, it's not only that which opposes God, but that which may void what we've prayed about, which is good, or anything meant for evil towards us or someone else is something that we don't want to agree with because it's straight from Satan and we get Satan's results when we agree with Satan and what comes from Satan but when we agree with that which comes from God we get the good that's what God wants us to have 
But Satan wants us to have the evil. So again, make sure you pay attention to what's said in prayer, even from those who are um, we're not familiar with. Because they can slip something in, they can twist something, alter something, and you don't want to agree with what comes from Satan, because then we get Satan's results. It doesn't matter if they supposed to have known God for a long time or have a title in the church. They can tell you something opposing God too. Child, for a clear example of this in which what was said led to the death of the one who listened to what was told them by an elder prophet, which directly opposed what God had told him. Just check out episode 25 titled, When God Directs You Obey Him, Not Man. But hey, remember Peter, who we talked about earlier, the same Peter who walked with Jesus, one of the original apostles, the first of Jesus' disciples, and he himself opposed God by basically telling Jesus what he said would happen to him, wouldn't happen. (laughs) Child, Satan will use anybody, even those you're familiar with, those who claim to know God, those who don't know God, those who you're not familiar with, he will use anybody that he can, okay, to get us to agree with the evil that he wants to be done. And in my own experience, I have heard people say things in prayer that directly oppose God. And when I hear it, because I know God's word, and I know that which is not of God by the Spirit, because the Spirit will let you know when things are not of God as well. Just like Jesus knew when he turned to Peter after Peter said what he said, and he said, Satan, get behind me. <laughs> he knew that was coming from Satan, straight straight from Satan. And by the Spirit, you'll know these things. So um, I've, I've heard many things come out of people's mouths in prayer that directly oppose God, okay? I know they're not from God. Uh, One example would be raising the dead, where someone said raising the dead is evil, all right? Now, think about this. Jesus raised many from the dead. As evidenced by Scripture, you can find it in Scripture. Go ahead and search for yourself so you can see. So when this person said they want to pray for me and they slipped this in there and said that raising the dead was evil wouldn't they be calling Jesus evil because Jesus raised many from the dead come on now but you that's what you have to do pay attention to what is being said so you don't agree with it and I did not agree with that because I knew Jesus raised some from the dead. And scripture also tells us that we can. So looking at John 14, 12, Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he'll do also. And one of the works he did was raising people from the dead. And he said we can do the same thing he did. So is Jesus saying that we'll do some evil? Because if this person said that raising the dead is evil, then that would be the case. I think not. Again, important to pay attention to what is said in prayer so you don't agree with something that directly opposes God. Then let's go to Romans chapter 8 verse 11. 
It says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So if we have that same spirit in us, which raised Jesus from the dead, and that same spirit Jesus operated under to raise people from the dead while he walked the earth. And he said we can do the same things he did. And again, we have that spirit dwelling in us. We can do those things which he did. Okay? Which includes raising people from the dead. So if this person is saying raising people from the dead is evil in the prayer, they just slip that in. Then you should know that that's not true. But that's again, that's that enemy working. Okay, and this person was someone I was somewhat familiar with, and again, someone who would seem, you know, so right and maybe holy. We may look at because they're older and they're supposed to have been in the church for a long time and have a title, but you can't look at all that. You have to be able to pay attention and know the word and know by his spirit, be able to operate in his spirit to discern that which is of God and that which is of not of God. Because when they say raising the dead is evil, bing, 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 alert should go off that that opposes God's truth. And you do not agree with what opposes God's truth in prayer again. Now, let's go to another verse, Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, where Jesus commissions the apostles. He says to them, heal the sick, raise the dead. Ding, 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 ding. Is Jesus going to tell them something to do evil? Is he going to commission them to do something evil? Jesus straightforward says to them, raise the dead. Now, this is also meant for us. The commission that he gave to them were for all those who would follow after who would come to know God through Jesus, okay? So not only would the apostles be able to raise the dead, but we also. So again, when this person said in prayer that raising the dead is evil, you should see right there that it that that is opposing God, okay? And do not agree with that. But you'll only know that if you know the word of God and you have his spirit in you that will alert you to things that are opposing him. So that's why it's important for you to pay attention to what is said by others in prayer. Especially when they say they're praying for you. And this was a person that always seemed to want to pray for me. Let, let me pray. But I, this is not the first time that I caught them saying something that opposed God. There were other times. And that's where discernment again comes in. You don't agree with those things. And I realized after a while, if every time they praying for me, that something is being slipped in that's opposing God. Something ain't right right there. Okay, cut that off. No, I don't need you to pray for me. If you want to pray for me, why I got to hear? You pray on your own. But there had to be a purpose in why they wanted me to hear these things. Because were they really praying to God or were they trying to get me to believe what they wanted me to believe to oppose God mm-hmm. like the serpent when he came to Eve mm-hmm. like Peter when he told Jesus this ain't gonna happen although Jesus had said the thing was gonna happen mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Satan wants you to agree with what he wants you to agree with for evil to oppose God. Because if you agree, he can get the go ahead for it to happen. For him to cause it to bring about. Because it won't be God bringing it about. But because we agree with it, then Satan gets that go ahead to go ahead and bring it about. So be careful. Pay attention to what is said in prayer and don't agree with something that opposes God. Pack a punch in the spirit. 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 So pay attention to what others say in prayer. And when you hear something that opposes God or is meant for evil against you or someone else, don't agree with it. Especially not saying amen, which means you do agree. But don't just take my word for it. I encourage you to do your own study, pray, and read the Bible so you can know that you know that you know. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to receive eternal salvation but would like to, according to Romans chapter 10 verse 9, all you have to do is confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Want a little help with that? Repeat this simple prayer after me. Lord God, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And rose again so that I may have eternal life in you. So I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. It's as simple as that. Now you're part of the family of God. Wherever you are, find a local church or a group of believers that can help and support you on your new journey in your new life in Christ Jesus. Many blessings to you as you walk in who God created you to be, doing what he blessed and equipped you to do. You are God's child. Want to bless or show support for God, the Bible, and spiritual things explained? Well, you're welcome to send a financial gift to Cash App using cash tag G-T-B-S-T-E. You're also invited to pick up a little inspired merch from our store at zazzle.com forward slash store forward slash G. T-B-S-T-E. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with other listeners. Thank you in advance, and God bless you as he blesses those who bless his children. Catch you another time, another day, another episode for God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained.